Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for your time and joining me here on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the book of Daniel. And we're in the fifth chapter, and we have encountered Belshazzar. And Belshazzar is throwing a wild party for his thousand of nobles, as it is described. So he has his nobles, a thousand of them, has the women about, his wives, his concubines, I feel sure the nobles, uh, women also. <clears throat> they start getting drunk. They bring out the gold and silver vessels that Nebuchadnezzar had captured from the temple in Jerusalem. They start drinking. They start praising the gods of gold and silver and bronze, iron, wood, and stone. And all of a sudden, the fingers of a man's hand appears and starts writing on the wall. The king freaks out. He, his face grows pale. His hips get slack. His knees are knocking. <laughs> and so he calls forth the conjurers and the Chaldeans, the diviners, and say, Hey, read this. Tell me what this inscription says. Explain it to me. If you do, I'll give you uh, clothe you in purple. I'll give you a necklace of gold, and I'll make you third in the kingdom. Verse 8 now says this, Then all the king's wise men came in, but they could not read the inscription or make known its interpretation to the king. They didn't know what was going on. Then verse 9, Then King Belshazzar was greatly alarmed. His face grew even paler, and his nobles were perplexed. Then the queen entered the banquet hall because of the words of the king and the nobles. So the words of the kings and the nobles must have been getting out either from the point of view of what they were actually saying or how loud they were, okay, how loud they were. In other words, there was a ruckus going on, and all of a sudden the queen comes in. Now this goes to what we looked at in a previous couple episodes, that more than likely Belshazzar was the grandchild of Nebuchadnezzar, the grandson of Nebuchadnezzar. It said earlier that the king Belshazzar was here with his wives, but now is saying that the queen enters the banquet hall, okay, like she wasn't there before. And so when you think of a king, you think of the queen being his wife. In all likelihood, this is the queen mother, okay, the queen mother, because she's not in the hall. And then what she says gives even more credence to this, okay? So listen to this. Again, verse 10. The queen entered the banquet hall, because of the words of the king and his nobles, the queen spoke and said, O king, live forever. Do not let your thoughts alarm you or your face be pale. So she comes in and she sees what's going on. She knows what's happening. She's saying, O king, live forever. That's just a standard greeting of a king, even if you're the, uh, the king's your son, right? Don't let your thoughts alarm you or your face be pale. Verse 11 there is a man in your kingdom. Now, this is the queen speaking. There is a man in your kingdom in whom is a spirit of the holy gods. And in the days of your father, illumination, insight, and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, were found in him. And Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father the king, appointed him chief of the magicians, conjurers, Chaldeans, and diviners. This was because an extraordinary spirit, knowledge, insight, interpretation of dreams 
explanations of enigmas and solving of difficult problems were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. Let Daniel be summoned, and he will declare the interpretation. Oh, this right here is absolutely amazing. There's several things going on. So let me just touch on the, uh, the basics of these last two verses, and then our time will be up, okay? So the queen comes in, and she reminds the king, Belshazzar, that there is a man in his kingdom. And so I just want us to be aware of a couple things as we go through the balance of this chapter, and maybe we'll see more truth related to this. But initially, it sounds like the king is totally unaware Okay, totally unaware that there's somebody named Daniel. He's totally unaware that these kind of things happen. That could be absolutely true. If Daniel is unaware, then that shows that King Nebuchadnezzar and his father failed in raising Belteshazzar and telling him about these accounts and telling him about these stories. Okay, you would think that this would be a major thing that would be transferred from generation to generation. You would think that the people of Babylon would speak of these things, which they did, okay? You would think that that would happen. So you either have that going on or that uh, Belteshazzar did know about Daniel, okay, that he did know about him, and that Daniel now is uh, at the end of his life, and that's definitely true. He's definitely age at this time, though he's going to live many more years beyond this, but he's old at this time, that Daniel had been set aside, that Daniel was no longer functioning within these roles, which is pretty obvious from what's said right here, whichever way you go on this. And so either uh, Belteshazzar did not know about Daniel at all, or he knew about him, and that Daniel was just set by the side and was just for a previous generation and an older time, out of sight, out of mind type of thing. I think we'll learn a little more as we go through the fifth chapter as to what it may be. But just notice something else, how he is described. The queen says, there's a man in your kingdom, and he has the spirit of the holy gods in him. And you know what? In the days of your father, illumination, insight, and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. Illumination, insight, and wisdom. Is that not what we desire for the Lord to grant unto us? I believe the Lord does desire to grant that unto us. If we are open to it, if we're walking with him, if we're abiding with him, in other words, if we're not quenching him, she said, this is what he had. Then she continued in verse 12. This was because an extraordinary spirit, knowledge and insight, interpretation of dreams, explanation of enigmas, solving of difficult problems. We found out some things here about Daniel that we haven't seen to this point in time of how God was moving through him. We know that he has an extraordinary spirit. We know that God had granted him knowledge. We know that God's granted him insight. We've known from previous things in the book of Daniel here that God had granted him interpretation of dreams. But now, explanations of enigmas. Enigma is like a puzzle, a riddle. Okay, uh, there's, there's people in the scripture that are somewhat enigmas. Uh, Melchizedek, for instance, some really curious things about that. Even Nebuchadnezzar and some things, a puzzle and a riddle. But the explanation of such had been given to Daniel. Also, the solving of difficult problems were found in this Daniel, the queen says, this Daniel, um, which is uh, interesting because she calls him by his Hebrew name. She says, found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. 
So she didn't call him by his Babylonian name. She called him by his Hebrew name. Hmm. So then she declares this, let Daniel now be summoned, and he will declare the interpretation. Again, she uses the Hebrew name. And she's telling uh, the king, likely her son, hey, let this Daniel be summoned. He's still around here. And let him declare the interpretation. You see the faith of the queen here. <laughs> and don't you know, and, and we'll see in the next couple of episodes, what happens when Daniel comes. And really it's sort of his attitude, the attitude of the king. You know, Daniel's sitting there going, you know, I didn't ask for this, <laughs> you know. But the queen had faith in the Most High God that he could and would again manifest himself and speak to them. This wasn't a dream to be interpreted. This was an enigma. This was a puzzle, okay? This is something strange. This is a riddle right here going on. And it was a problem, a solving of difficult problems. What does this inscription say? What does it mean? I tell you what, folks, the Lord still moves in this way in his people, if we will let him. Okay? May we be Daniel's. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.